0: You are Locked On Hawks, your daily Atlanta Hawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
1: your team every day.
0: Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 1064 of the Locked On Hawks podcast. I am your host, Brad Rowland. This is part two of a two-part conversation that I had with Tyler Jones, a friend of the podcast, as always. So I want to stress that part one is still available on this same feed. And if you did not listen to part one, I would definitely encourage you to do so before listening to part two. They do stand alone in some respects, but part one definitely ties into part two for the free-flowing nature of the conversation. So thanks, Tyler, for coming on, as always. And before we dive into a very long episode of the podcast with lots of depth and humor and all of that fun stuff, a word from our sponsors on today's podcast. There are a few things in life that just are not any fun to talk about, and one of them is excessive sweating. It's not fun for anyone to sweat through their shirt for no reason. I'm sure we've all dealt with this at some point in time. and While there are definitely bigger problems in the world, it can certainly feel like a big deal when it happens in the moment. And that's why you should check out Sweat block Antiperspirant Wipes. Sweatblock Block is stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You can simply apply it at night before you go to bed, and then after you go to bed, the next morning you can wake up, wash, and go about your day without worrying at all about sweat. Guaranteed. SweatBlock is doctor-created and doctor-recommended. It works for up to seven days per use. There is also, by the way, a dry shirt guarantee, and if SweatBlock doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. It's manufactured in the USA. SweatBlock has a bestseller on Amazon and other places for the past decade. I know it might sound too good to be true, but it absolutely works. You can wear what you want to wear with confidence, and it really is an absolute must-have. If you or someone you know and love is dealing with this, you have to check out Sweatblock right now. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with the promo code LOCKEDON or check it out at a CVS near you right now. One more time, that is promo code LOCKEDON at sweatblock.com for 20% off. Promo code LOCKEDON at sweatblock.com. Today's podcast is also sponsored by the good folks at Theragone. Don't let the stress of daily life weigh on your body, whether you're an elite athlete or someone who is not an elite athlete like me, you're just trying to make it through the day with tension-free activities, Theragun can help. Theragun is the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power, and it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good, it gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just the stresses of everyday life, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. The OLED screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future. Just go to their site and check it out. You, the Ami-Theragun the app learns from your behaviors and suggests guided routines. Theragun has also been awesome for me, uh, trying to relieve some tension from hovering over the the computer all day long and being stiff and all of that. It's been a godsend through that prism, and honestly, you should use it because I use it, and uh, you absolutely should, too, to be relaxed, to help you feel better. Theragun is also trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid and elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, and hundreds of thousands of customers, in addition to me. Try Theragun for 30 days, starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash locked on right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash locked on, theragun.com slash locked on. Let's go to Sharif. We won't spend probably as much time on Sharif as we did with Jalen, just because of, so we don't talk for three hours. But I want to make sure we get to Sharif. So, uh, obviously, the, the last game was weird. I still haven't heard an explanation for why he missed the game previously and then sat on the bench and then played in the fifth game and looked bad. Um, so throw that one – I would say throw it out. What should have takes I on mean, the I mean, he looked game.
1: tired. Yeah, he didn't look he good. He looked tired, and also the Knicks were clearly trying to give it to him. Well, and also the Knicks,
0: the Knicks played their entire team. I, I, I tried to say on, on, on the podcast that night, like, look, the Hawks were playing – they had one guy who was not – clearly himself, and the Knicks played everyone, and it was, like, day eight of Summer League, so, like, I don't care about that game really at all. So, the first three games are all that that matters to me, but I I guess... And
1: Cooper Cooper was good, and Cooper was good. Um, That's what
0: I mean. Like, So, uh, what what did you see? Obviously, you were high on him, everybody, I was high on him, too, but I thought he looked pretty darn good the first three games, like, I think better than advertised, for the most part.
1: Yeah, I wish... I wish the NCAA didn't mess with his money. Like, I think that's my biggest takeaway because, like, you know, ideally, I, I think Cooper, more than any other prospect, really got really got screwed over by a lot of factors, one being COVID, um, another being, like, I mean, because COVID in this sense, like, if he knew COVID was going to hit, he probably should have – like, if he knew a pandemic was going to happen, he probably should have reclassified and gone – gone to school with Isaiah did Kikoro, and he would have went in the first round but how is he supposed to know that like how, how is he supposed to predict the future in that way but because he didn't do that um he he's going into a draft a deeper draft class with much more talent where and he has this clear weakness of his jumper and he's small and so like to me it's one of those things where you know, if, he, if, he, if he's in the last year's draft, he's a clear first-round pick. He probably goes in the lottery just due to, like, a t- overall real talent in that draft class because uh, he would have been really good at Auburn uh, that year. But, you know, Auburn was had some weird stuff going on with them during that year. Like, it's just, it was just a lot. And, like, overall, like, him only playing 12 games, really being, like, I mean, his three-point percentage was bad at Auburn, but it was also a super small sample size. And and also he wasn't allowed to practice. That's something I, I I you know I read about that in SB Nation where he wasn't even allowed to practice with the team until he got cleared one day. Uh, like, oh yeah, uh, it well was a very weird season.
0: situation. Very very weird the whole way through. And it,
1: and it, it it felt like you know the NCAA basically just assumed because his father was an agent of his sister. Like the, I, I I don't know they they just tried to they they were overreaching. And they overreached on something that now that NIL exists, like he, it, it was like he should have, like if NIL was a thing in college when he was a freshman, there probably wouldn't have been no issue. He probably would have played every game. And he's probably a first round draft pick because, again, I think what he can do with the ball in his hands is special. But I don't really have anything, like he didn't really show me anything that I didn't think he could do. Right. Yeah. That, that's the, I think the overall thing is like, We were both pretty high on him and he didn't really do
0: I think he yeah, I think he basically did what we thought he was gonna do. The The only thing that I would say that I am encouraged by is that his shooting mechanics are cleaner than they were in college already. Now, that's a small sample size and I don't care about the makes. Like the one game he had five or six threes, like I don't really care about that. It's more about the sustainability of it all. But they're a little bit his balance is better, I thought on film, and I think that he generally played harder on defense like that's obviously a low was, bar I, but um
1: i like his defense in, in certain aspects yeah his abilities i think that was good i
0: mean obviously it's summer league and also he's a pro he knows he's gonna play hard now with second round pick all that stuff so i expected that to be better and it was so th- those two things, like his biggest questions, are his size slash defense and his jump shot. And I think you know, relatively speaking, he was better than expected in both of those areas. Not nothing like that blew you away. I know he had the one hot yeah. shooting game, but it was better. And then the passing and the playmaking and the and the ball handling were as advertised. Like which basically means elite. Like he got wherever he wanted to go at all times he finished pretty well around the rim he made probably 15 flash passes in three games like just in some some legitimately like ridiculous passes that guys don't make so I mean we expected that so it's a little bit I mean we were already high on him, like you said but I thought he looked the part I mean he obviously fell way too far I think even people that didn't like him in um in the draft process said that and it was just kind of a weird couple of events and he looked like a guy who should have gone 48th in the draft. Like, we kind of saw that coming.
1: And, and you know, what, Brad, to me this feels like what he's doing uh, with the Hawks is basically he went back to school, right? Where he's – there's no real pressure on him to perform at the NBA level. Oh, he's, he, is
0: going, he is going to be in College Park a lot,
1: and that's okay. Yeah, so and he's going to be able to work on his game and really work on his pull-up jumpers. Because I, I think, like, again, we talked about – like, he doesn't have to be elite. Like, he doesn't even have to be, like... He doesn't have to be super elite, but, like, if he can get to where Dennis Schroeder is now as a shooter, the rest of his game will carry itself to me. Like, especially in the mid-range. Like, I, I was impressed by his ability to get open looks in the mid-range uh, How based on how the de- defense is guarding him. And if he can just get that jumper down pat, like, really, really focus on that in the G League, I think that'll carry him for the rest of his career. Um, the Um Like, but but again, like it felt like uh, if he could have gone back to school, he probably should have and he would have been a first round pick either his junior or senior year. Like similar to what, what happened with Davy. Like I, I don't see why what happened with uh Davian Mitchell can't happen for Sharif Cooper where uh you know it took it took it took Davian a while to get to where he is now and he went and, and like I was all jokes aside, he was really good. For
0: the Kings. Oh yeah, I'm not. Oh. I wasn't piling on. It was just funny because of uh, yeah the stats that he was. suddenly I, I I made the tweet earlier. Like I I be I'd be pretty surprised if anyone had ever been summer league MVP averaging 10.8 points per game. That's not a thing. I don't think it's ever happened before. So no, but I, I actually think that but, to your to your first point about Sharif, like I think the thing about that is that. He, everything went against him to fall to forty eight. Yeah. If, if he had gone, if he had gone a year early, he probably goes higher. If he's if he if he goes back to he was never he was never going back to college. Yeah, but it, but, the, but, the, it, but the, if he, he going, did,
1: he would have gone higher <laughs> in the draft. Yeah. so it was uh, so instead, unfortunate he's for him getting his money. He's going to get money now and then. Like I'm, I have to assume the Hawks have worked some deal with him, right? Like, well, it, it's
0: really interesting because on draft, nine, I mentioned can, this too because the two way. First of all, a guy like Sharif once he gets into the thirties is almost better off going undrafted. Um, yeah. And then the Hawks take him the local team. And I think they weren't planning on him being there. Cause why would they have fought? I mean, no one thought he was going to still be there at 48. Um, but they just, you know, that you take him and usually two ways are very team friendly. Like, yeah, I, I thought the Hawks should have given him if they could have a three or four year deal, like one of those hickey specials, but a two way is very, very friendly for the team. like, Unless there's some sort of pre-raise. And that does happen. Like Two way guys sometimes get the, the wink, wink, like we're going to convert. You don't worry about it. Um, kind of thing. And that might happen with Sharif, but also the situation is so weird with Atlanta in that they have three guys in front of him and, and they're trying to win the championship this year. Like this is a team that's not going to give him developmental minutes this year. If they don't have to, it's just, it's a very weird situation and, it, and he's from here, so, like, there's already this local interest factor, too. Like, people, first of game Summer League, it's like, all right, is Shriek going to be the backup now? And it's like, well, well, no. I mean, I know he looked good in Summer League, but he's not going to suddenly be Trey's backup as a rookie. It's not going to happen out of the gate anyway. So, it's this really layered, weird situation for the number 48 overall pick, in part because he shouldn't have been the 48th pick. Like, it's very I, – I have a hard time talking about it because, on one hand – the baseline expectation for him should be something else than what the 48th pick should be. Like, last year, Skylar Mays went 50th. Nobody thought Skylar Mays was going to be a rotation player last year for the Hawks. Nobody. And that was a team that wasn't supposed to be as good as this team is. But because and he, and by the way, Skylar Mays was older and probably more ready to play than Sharif Cooper is right now. But Sharif is obviously a much higher upside player. But he's coming in a situation where the Hawks are loaded and deep Uh, it's just weird man I I look forward to covering him in College Park and maybe he'll I'm I'm sure he'll play some with the Hawks this year it's just that you can't look at this roster and be like Sharif's gonna play 20 minutes a game it just doesn't there's there's no path to that unless somebody gets hurt and that doesn't you don't want to root for that so I don't know it's weird
1: and 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 for for me for him I like that in the sense that there's no pressure for him to to be good at the NBA level no. right now. Go, go no, go average
0: 24 and 11 in the G League. I mean, it's... The G League. Dom- dominate
1: the G League and then get your money. Whether, you know, because I was saying this, I was like, getting him at 48 is a future-facing pick. Like, they didn't pick him for this year. Like, they picked him for, for, they, they, for by the win. way, they
0: have. You're right. And by the way, just for a point of clarity, they would not have picked anybody at 48 for this year nor at twenty yeah. that's the thing about this. always every draft cycle it's like, well, who would help them this year and the answer is usually no one, and that was particularly the case this year with how deep the hawks are and how good the hawks are supposed to be, like Jalen Johnson actually is talented enough where he actually might play this year but jalen that's a, that's a something I actually but to coming in to talk but coming coming into the draft one. though i yeah, I, I, think, in, I think you yeah. agree with this though like. They were never going to draft anybody at 20 or 48 with this year in mind. No one. That was never going to happen. Like, maybe maybe if Chris Duarte would have fallen to 20 because he's 58 years old, they would have thought about it a little bit, about more short term. But other than that, it they, they was going to be a future pick regardless, and especially at 48, man. Like, there was nobody they were going to draft there that was going to help them this year. Nobody. So don't just just swing. Take a swing. And that's what – Sharif was the, by far the highest upside guy there at 48. Not close. Even if you yeah, don't love yeah. him. Like, his upside, clear, even if you are not a, a big fan of Trey Cooper, and I, people are out there that didn't love him, and I, and I totally get it. No one could argue that he doesn't have high upside. Everybody knows that, that he has high upside. Like, the the, the, the traits are too special. So if he, if he figures out how to shoot, no one's saying he's going to be Trey Young, but, like, that's the kind of, you know, package he has. Like, a little bit lower level than Trey, probably. But still, like, he actually has, like, fringe star upside and at 48 yeah. that's like kind of crazy but that's true i mean i i really think that sharif if it, if it really pops like to the highest level he could be an all-star which is not yeah. i'm not projecting that like i would never project that but i'm saying if it all happened perfectly he has the raw talent to be a guy who averages like 20 and 9 in the nba and that's like hard to see at 48 but it's that's why i don't have him, that's why i didn't have him at 48
1: yeah. So and like I, I mean, there's just a lot of stuff because like I'm I'm watching like BJ Boston got real money. He got drafted later. Like it's just
0: that was a surprise I, actually. The two the two year guaranteed different region Boston
1: was kind of a surprise. But yes, I'm with you. And like he got real money. Um, there were other second round picks that got first round pick money. So I was I was shocked at the hawk for out too. Uh, I was. I, mean, I his, was too. I was. It was great. Surprise. It's it's great for him. But like I have to assume like they have some deal. But like, it's I, I really not
0: great. Honestly, like, I'm not trying to pile on Sharif and his dad, who's his it's agent. It's really bad like, for him. That's not it's a good really contract bad. to sign. If you're if you're supposed to be a first-round pick, and you end up falling unexpectedly to 48, and then you sign a two-way, like, that's not what you should be doing. So I, I'm hoping he gets promoted this year, because that's not a good contract to get for him. I mean, it's going yeah. on the Hawks' side. I'm talking about just for the player. Like, man, if... All things equal, if I told you Sharif Cooper signs a, signs a, a two a two way contract on the night before the draft, that would have been a, a pretty surprising outcome in a bad way for him. So yeah. he he gets to stay home, and that's that's probably worth something too. And I hope he gets a real contract. I mean, one of the conspiracy theories is that the Hawks, having the roster spot open, are just gonna convert him, and that's that might happen. That wouldn't surprise me, but uh, you still want some more certainty than that if you can help it. Like if he had got the BJ Boston deal who went behind him in the draft, like that would have been a good contract two years at the minimum. That's, that's what you want for the 48th pick, but
1: yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see with him. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he gets his money because he's, he's more than deserving. And like, well,
0: I, I, and I, I don't know, I don't know him well, but I really enjoy talking to him uh, in Vegas. He, you know, that's obviously a, a small sample size and it's a controlled setting, but I really enjoyed, like, he seems like a you know charismatic dude and, he wants to win like you can kind of tell that and not, yeah. and not in a fake way like everyone says that but like you can tell he he would like to win and i always appreciate that and he was just seems like a good like a good like a good dude so far so i uh yeah, i don't I don't want to sway by that but I, I really enjoy talking to both of them i mean they both they mm-hmm. both seem Jalen and street both seem like they are uh, going to be all right i mean obviously the Jalen stuff is out there but i mean he seems like he's ready to go <laughs>
1: so uh hopefully that's yeah happens. and um just last thing about Sharif, the yeah. money aside, like it, it, this is a good. Again, I I would argue this is a good spot for him. Um, this Hawks team, where he he really gets to learn from somebody like Lou Williams and Trey Young, just really, really gets to see how they operate and how they score efficiently. Especially Lou, who because it took Lou Williams um years to learn how to be an efficient offensive, you know, offensive go-to guy in the NBA. Like it took him years and like. Hopefully, Sharif could really, you know, uh, get some tricks of the trade from 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 oh, somebody. And, and I'm very, like I'm that.
0: very confident Lou will share them because Lou reached out on on the night of the draft. Sharif said, and uh, obviously they have the kinship of being local Atlanta-ish uh, products. Uh, I'm very confident Lou will uh, not be shy in sharing uh, his wisdom. I mean, even obviously Kong was different, but I can't tell you how many people have said. How much impact Lou had on a Kongwu. and that was a different position. Like, I can only I can only imagine what Lou has to share
1: with Sharif Cooper. I mean, a Kongwu got his confidence back w- w- once he started playing with Lou. I mean, I'm not. Like, I mean,
0: on and off the court, everyone to a man talks about how much Lou helped with the Kongwu. which is crazy considering they're not even in the same position or anything. But they were playing together, and Lou's just a vet man. He knows what to do, and Sharif being yeah. the same position. And the local thing, I, I, I'm i very confident those guys will be talking a lot. If, if Sharif's smart, he should be snuggling up to Lou all season long, if, if he can. We'll get back to myself and Tyler in a minute. But first, a word from our sponsors on the podcast today. And the first of which is Built Bar. With Built Bar, there are so many delicious flavors that there's always something for everyone. And honestly, it's difficult to pick just one. If you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're always passionate about their favorites but for me I have more than one quite frankly. If you don't know all the Built Bar flavors at this point in time, you're absolutely missing out. They have coconut, they have cherry barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, German chocolate, and my personal favorite has to be cookies and cream. It's been that way for a long time, but even with my affection for cookies and cream, there are other options that are honestly just about as good and really they're fantastic for everyone that enjoys Built Bar. In addition to being extremely tasty, and Built Bar is extremely tasty. They're also very, very healthy. They have 17 to 18 grams of protein. The calorie range is 130 to 180. They only have four or five grams of sugar, and they only have four or five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors all the way across the board. They're all tasty, and they're all healthy. If you order today, they get the grass grasshopper cookie or the raspberry or whatever you like. And if you go to built.com and use the promo code Locked On, 15% off your order with Built Bar. Use the promo code Locked On, 15% off at built.com. Today's podcast is also brought to you by good folks at betonline.ag. The offseason is here for the Atlanta Hawks in full force, but BetOnline is still the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is still in full swing at this point in time. You can track all the action, though, at BetOnline and beyond baseball. There is all kinds of interest from sport to sport, entertainment, and much more. Get all the latest news, the odds, and the information for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA, golf, tennis, auto racing, F1... All that fun stuff. You can find it all at Online. And on top of that, you have odds boosters, entertainment bets, the works. You can find it all in one place. Before the next pitch, dribble, or pass, head over to the BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit down on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prepare for their run to their respective playoffs. Head to the website right now or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit if you use the promo code LOCKEDON. 50% extra cash if you use the promo code LOCKEDON when you sign up at betonline.ag. Check it all out in one place, your best place to find all the sports action, the fastest, easiest, and best. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.
1: Also, just a quick aside with Skyla Mays. like I yeah. thought he was good. Um, hopefully, hopefully, for the Hawks' side, that nobody offers him a real contract. Though I think like, a team like the Lakers should absolutely offer him real money to play for him um from his because I think he's actually rotation player. Um I think he'd be good for, for, you know, any team trying to win games right now. Um the Hawks just don't have a role for him at the moment. But I think if they can get him on if they can get him on another two way deal um so that, you know, next off season, like he can be a feature fixture on the bench when you know, they they're gonna have real luxury tax concerns coming up. Oh, the luxury tax! Uh, yeah. Your favorite, your favorite topic. Yeah, the luxury I mean, tax. yeah, you know, because you know, they're not, they're pro- they're almost certainly not going to sign Dylan Wright to a 10 million dollar contract. No, uh, that's not happening next year. Uh,
0: but uh, no, I- I'm with you, and I think if you're the Hawks, you hope that he signs a two way, uh, and that's a great outcome for the for the Hawks. And if yeah, you're if, if you're rooting for Skyler, you want him to get a real contract. And yeah, um, I think that the Hawks have an interesting decision to make cuz he'd be restricted either way. So, that's the thing. If he if he wanted to go sign with somebody, the Hawks can match it and I wonder if they would. Uh, I don't I don't know the answer to that candidly if he, if they want to give him the minimum or more than the minimum if he signs that for somewhere. But uh yeah, I I, I like Scholar a lot and I want him to sign a contract cuz I want him to get paid. Um, but if he's back in Atlanta like you know, he obviously is a great a great outcome on a two-way. Like he's the best guy available that could sign a two-way for the Hawks. Yeah. So from from the team side, the best possible outcome is him signing a two-way because he's overqualified for that. I think. So Yeah, and,
1: and and like I said, like I I've always been impressed with his finishing though. That's one thing. Like that even showed up at the NBA level. Like that wasn't a like what he, he was, was doing. Crafty, crafty any any he place phys- He's really physical um as a. As a finisher, and that was something that was that was uh that that showcased itself, uh, showcased itself in spurts, um, at the NBA level. And like, I mean, if the Hawks don't trade for Rondo, I mean, if the Hawks don't trade for Lou Williams, he's he was probably going to be in the rotation because he was starting to outplay him, Rondo, consistently.
0: I can't, um, I can't imagine anyone not playing Rondo, that's uh, that's a surprise. Yeah. Uh, that went so well. Uh, no, but I, I'm with you. I, I I think Mays did what he needed to do in summer league to try to boost his value, and hopefully teams noticed. I am rooting for him, even if that means at the expense of the Hawks. That's that's fine. As a Hulk,
1: as a Hawks fan, I, I'd want I want Scholar Mays back, but you know.
0: Oh sure, that's what I mean. I mean, I, I get it on all sides. I mean, the team should want him back on a two way. They absolutely should. And if you are his agent, and if you're a Scholar, you want to get a contract, and that's the natural impasse. Like he's he's probably too good to be on a two way but it also yeah. might be it also might be his only option. So and also he's not super young. I mean, he's a second year player, but he was an old draftee. So yeah. he's already getting up to that 23 Chris, 24 year and, old bark.
1: He and Chris Stewart No, no nobody age, is. So.
0: Nobody is, but they're uh yeah, he's not far off from that actually, you know, he being a year ahead of him in the draft, but there you go. I, I thought Mays was good and I I still think he would be a uh Honestly, if they want to give him the minimum, I would not criticize that at all. Like that's yeah. totally fine for me. I mean, I, they only I know they only they only have one spot left. One thing that I've kind of proposed, just for the record, is like give Mays – a trying to give him like, on, on, on like a two year minimum contract, and then use your two way on a big, like just as an as an emergency big because that's emergency. they see they seem to want a, another big around, um, kind of that Nathan Knight role. Like if two injuries happen, you got to play the guy. And that's one way to do that is just to it's just to give Scour the real contract and then bring in whoever wants that job. That's six ten on the two way.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of rotation, uh oh, transition um, time, bro. I think Jalen Johnson's gonna play his way into a okay. So let's let's field.
0: go through this real quickly. I, Obviously, we we we'll save some of this for the, for later on in the offseason. but uh. I, I can both see what you're saying, and I also I don't understand in my brain how it happens without injury. I, I, but I also understand what you're saying because he looks like a guy who should be playing. But it's like okay, the Hawks are just they have too many guys. <laughs> for him to I was play. like, I was
1: like, yeah, and then and then I I came to the epiphany because uh, I mean that Brad I, after the Miami game I was like, bro, he's too good to not play every game. Like they also like if you want to if. If you put truth serum to slank managers and the coaches, what the Hawks need to take that next level is somebody like Jalen Johnson. Well, that's why they took him. I mean, they they know. You know?
0: He, he he does things that nobody, else, nobody on the team does. And that and that includes guys who are great. Like, John Collins is a great player. Johnson has a different skill set than John Collins does. He just does. Um, but, no, Brett, uh, honestly. Here, here's,
1: here's the thing. It, this lineup has been keeping me up at night. Jalen Johnson, John Collins, DeAndre Hunter, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Kevin Herder. Just go, just go, big, just go wingy,
0: wingy. It, it'd be pretty crazy for the Hawks to have two oh. above-average backup point guards and not play either one of them <laughs> because they're Brad. This but the like
1: map. the shooting, of, surrounded by Jalen Johnson's passing and John Collins' finishing, plus the defense, you can play with that lineup. Like I, sure. I'm, I don't know. I'm not, man. I'm not
0: getting no. No, here's the thing. here's the thing though. Okay,
1: so I, my my thing was my thing was, my overall thing with Johnson getting minutes. So I was like, there is no law that says Gorgie Jane and Dylan Wright have to play.
0: I do think yeah. No, I, I'm you're not you're not wrong. I think that they're gonna play a backup point guard, whether it be yeah. Wright or Lou, every night. I think. A little bit, anyway. Now, th- there can be, there can and maybe will be games when the even before congo comes back, where the backup center is John Collins, and they just don't need to play Orgy Jang. Like against against a lot of teams, you don't have to have a backup center that's 6'11", that's six eleven, seven feet tall. Like if you're playing Philly, like yeah, you you probably need to play Orgy Jang. or if you're playing Denver, you gotta play Orgy Jang. I get that, but if you're playing a a lot of teams go small in their second unit too, so. The, the my my thing is there are minutes for Johnson to find. My th- is what what you said is sort of the key point is are there minutes for him every single game? Because as much as like Gallo is in the twilight, Gallo's making twenty million dollars and he might rest some. Like he may he might rest some back to so backs. That might be a good time to play Jo Johnson. But like Gallo gonna play, man. Like he's not yeah, gonna not. And Gallo's
1: play. gonna play and- I, you know, that's something, you know, I got to bring up every once in a while. The first thing Nate McMillan did when he was the coach um, was he played Gallo extended minutes.
0: Let's play Gallo more. Yeah, not less. He just
1: played Gallo more. Like well, And, and also, Gallo more.
0: honestly, this you're not going to like this. Uh, and nobody, I'm not projecting this. I, I think uh, one, of, one of the, I want to stress this, one of the possibilities for Jalen Johnson to play more is if they trade Cam Reddish before the season starts. Because that that is still yeah. out there. People don't like to hear this. I'm not telling you it's going to happen, but that didn't just stop at the draft. That that is out there. People people think that that could still happen. So and that's going to upset you. I understand. But
1: I, I mean, I, I I understand. I was I was going to bring up the fact that there was no law that says Cam Reddish has to play over Jalen Johnson if Jalen Johnson is better than him.
0: Well, and, and also, I mean, all all joking or speculation aside. DeAndre Hunter is going to miss the entire offseason, so I don't think he's going to play his full workload at the beginning yeah. of the year. That's so, my guess. Yeah. I'm,
1: I'm, I could, I could, and I could be also, wrong on that, but they and, might be and, careful with him. And this was my also another thing. Um, yeah, let me look at the date. Let me make sure I got the date correct. Oh. Yes, it's August 18th. It is indeed. When did the Hulk season end, Brad?
0: Um, uh, was it, it, was July, during, it was July. Late? It was July. It was July Fourth weekend. I, I was in.
1: Uh, I, I just come back. Okay. They lost
0: on. I'm finding the date right now. Their final game. It was July the third. Was their last game.
1: Okay, and then Travis Schlank gave his interview that following Monday, correct?
0: I believe that was yes, the fifth. I believe that was right.
1: Yes, where he said uh, we'll have more on Bogey's knee injury <laughs> at a later date.
0: Yeah, I I knew you were going there with that the entire time. Uh, Yeah, uh, I keep assuming that no news is probably good news on Boogie, but I don't know if that's true, so who knows? Okay,
1: but, like, no news – we got no news during the playoffs, and his knee just started – died on him during the playoffs. Well, Uh, the thing –
0: here's the thing. Hawks fans know more than anybody in the last year. Like, you can't just assume everybody's going to be healthy, man. Like, I I know they have a lot of talent and and a lot of depth – but, and oof. this
1: is my and this is my point. Both Clint Capella, too, Clint Capella, DeAndre Hunter, Bogdanovich have each had serious lower leg injuries, um, where they missed and, significant and, and, time. And
0: Gallo has been healthy lately. Gallo's been hurt a lot in his career, and he's old.
1: This was the healthiest Gallo has been. These past couple of years are the healthiest Gallo has been in his career, and he's not. And I'd be stunned if he plays more than. Fifty-five games. Like if we get sixty games from Gallo, they, they should honestly. They,
0: they should. They should honestly. And I said, I said it's last year, because the injuries never really happened,
1: they should load manage Gallo on purpose. I mean, they should load. If we're being honest, they need to do that with Clint Capella as well, um, with that flaring foot. Oh well, yeah, that wouldn't be the worst idea. The I, I
0: thought. That, I thought they were probably going to do that, and at least until Kongwu went down. Now it's like, all right, maybe they they kind of have to have him.
1: Well, while, I mean, this but... is my point. This is my point with Jalen Johnson, because you have somebody like Jalen Johnson now. You can play John Collins at center. And not. You can play John Collins at center now, along with a bigger wing like DeAndre Hunter, or if Cam Reddish is still here, Cam Reddish, and alongside Jalen Johnson as well. You can play these lineups, and they'll work, because now when John Collins contests the shot, there is somebody who is of size and athleticism to go and grab the rebound. Because you have to. When when you place when you play somebody like John Collins at center, you have to gang rebound. And now that you have somebody like Jalen Johnson who I mean, again, his athleticism is unreal. If he literally just tags a guy like a normal person does on these rebound opportunities, like the Hawks should be fine on in that regard. And if you if that if, if lineups with John Collins at center can rebound at a league average rate. Oh, then we're talking about, then we unlock John Collins at center, with spacing. Um, plus playmaking of Jalen Johnson <laughs> like that. Whew, I know you're. I know, I know, I know, I know you're. I know you're ready to go at this point. That's no, all, I, that's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm all I'm saying is like they, they probably need to be careful a, with Clint Capella's leg. Okay, I have I have, one, I have one question. Well. I have
0: one question after all of that, and obviously we'll speculate this on this a lot more between now and the season starting. I have one question for you. Over under, zero point five games for Jalen Johnson in College Park. Oh zero. He's
1: not playing. Okay. I thought it. Was, I thought he was going to play. I'm just, i, I, I I'm,
0: That's why I'm asking you now. I, I thought he was
1: going to play because Tra- e- even, be. even Travis has yep, like pretty yep. openly
0: said he thinks he'll play in College Park at some point.
1: Um yep. I I was in lockstep, and then you saw him play, and it was like, what What are we doing
0: here? Well, okay. So here's the thing. So. I don't know how I would answer it yet, because uh, which is such a cop out. I, I think if if this, this is so, it's, just, it's so impossible to know this. If if everybody was healthy except for Kongwu, who's definitely not going to be on opening night, I don't I don't think Jalen John Johnson will play in the first game of the season. I don't. Now I'm not going to stand here and tell do, you that. Do he, we need do we need to
1: do we need to bet another dinner on that one? Well, that,
0: well, okay. You heard my you heard my caveat. If everybody else if everybody else is available other than a Kongwu. I would project him not to play. Now, I against the
1: Mavericks who don't play a center,
0: I won't be surprised if he plays, but I think he won't play. Uh that's my guess, just a guess. Now, if he comes in and he might do this, he might he might come in training camp and they, they might just be like, listen, listen, he has to play because he's so good. Like that's that's in play. I just think if you go line by line on the roster it's like kind of hard to get him on the floor.
1: Oh, agreed. Agreed. Absolutely. So I'm,
0: so in my brain, and this is why I've been saying this entire segment, like in my brain, it's like hard to figure out a way to do it, but they might just do it anyway because he is a super talented guy and they
1: and they, and they, just, they just picked him that's and all what, that stuff. That, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, if you were just a number 20th pick talent, we would be in agreement he wouldn't play.
0: Well, I thought and I thought honestly I, said that, I know I said this before the draft. I said before the draft that whoever they picked at 20 wouldn't wouldn't be in the rotation. And I, I think I still stand by it, but he also is like the most talented guy they possibly could have gotten at 20. So it makes it a little bit more interesting. <laughs>
1: in a lot Brad, of ways. he might be the most talented guy in this draft class. Uh, I, I mean,
0: uh, okay, I mean, you're not crazy. Your guy Jalen Green exists, I guess. You're you're no you're a future Hall of Famer, Jalen Green.
1: Ooh, man, that jumper looks unreal. <laughs> but like, beside the point. I know.
0: No, I, but all that to say, I, like, it won't surprise me. I, I still know, think, but there are also like we like we just kind of said there's there are also so many different ways for him to get in right. the lineup. It's in like practice, it's one gonna... one injury anywhere. Load management for Gallo. Going small behind Clint. In the
1: in 82 game season, he's going to play. So the best, no, no the, the, the best players play. He's going to play during an 82 game season, regardless of what happens, regardless of the injuries. Guys find a way on the floor. Everybody plays.
0: Yeah, I just, I, I'm in my brain. I think I'm sure Hawks will get, will get mad at me at some point. In my brain, I'm just going to keep trying to think he won't play as much early on, just because of if I if, the situation, if he played, if he played
1: like he was at Duke during the summer league. Yeah, no, I'd be I'm absolutely with in agreement. He, he he'd, be, he'd be in a yeah. G League, yeah, yeah. right? He dominated. Like he, he was good. He I dominated agree. in a way that really made me uncomfortable. Because I'm like, okay, who's not going to play on this team? Now? Well,
0: that that's my. He thing. has to play. You, you have to. That's that's honestly that's my thing. You know how my brain works. That's my problem is that I can't tell you who won't play. And and Nate's not going to play. Eleven guys. Maybe he will, but I don't think he's gonna. So who's not going to play? Like, it's just, it's hard for me in my brain. I think we generally agree, though, that I think he's going to force his way on the floor at some point. Maybe it's at the expense of Gallo. Maybe it's at, maybe it's a trade, which I know I kind of said in passing, but it would not stun me if they traded Cam. I'm sorry, everybody that would hate me. I, I didn't make it happen. I'm not making the decision. That just is still out there. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's still not
1: going to come cheap, though. The Cam trade is not going to come. Well, that's cheap. well. That's, not, that's why he hasn't been. What?
0: That's why he hasn't been traded.
1: Exactly, Tyler. Yeah,
0: he's very available. Like that's that's not a secret. That's not me breaking any news. Everyone everyone has said he is available. You know. You but know they're not the going to give him away. Really,
1: you know who's the team that could really use Cam Reddish, is
0: A lot of teams in the league. 28 teams
1: in the league, probably. No, go ahead. The, the Dallas Maverick.
0: Oh, interesting rim shot
1: on that. one. That was good. They really they really could. They could use him. They, they really, really could use him. They really could. Um as both an in talent infusion and as a guy with real upside compared to the rest of their roster which man that's depressing. I, that'll I be know, uh, that'll,
0: that'll be for a later date. Um yeah. okay. Before we get out of here, I have to Tim Hardaway Jr.
1: second best player. Oh, uh, yikes. Uh, I, uh, yeah. actually
0: it might be true. Uh I have to I have to ask you because I know you wanted to get into it for a second. Again, we'll have to save some of these takes for later, but about the Eastern Conference, because I, I talked about the odds, I talked about all the stuff. The Hawks are being slept on, Tyler. I know you're I know you're probably enjoying this deep down deep down inside that the Hawks are being overlooked still. But it's it's happening in some corners of the internet.
1: I mean, we're playing the Knicks on Christmas. Like yeah. that's that's J- Okay, hold, right. on. hold on, hold They're on. They're playing the Knicks hold on Christmas. No, That's the JV saying. I'm just
0: saying stuff. this right now. Okay, I understand why you're saying that. They haven't played on Christmas since I was three. Like, just, just, take, just take
1: the W, man. They're playing on Christmas. I wasn't born in 1989. Okay. But guess what? <laughs> but guess what? I don't care. I want to play a good team. I want to I be excited. I, not, like, you know, If now if they lose to the Knicks, I'm going to be really mad that they lost to a bad basketball team.
0: Okay, I don't, the Knicks so. are bad. I don't think the Knicks are bad. They're not as good as the Hawks, no question. But uh, no, this is—it's funny. We talked about this. I—I I had a feeling this was going to be the matchup. I won't say that I knew, but yeah, I, I, had course, go- loved, <laughs> I had a strong feeling.
1: Of course, it was going to be the matchup. Everybody loves. Everybody um, loves crypto bros yelling F.U. you, Trey." Well, and, uh, in playoffs. and and it gets the attention because it's that. New
0: York. I mean, New York often—if New York's any good at all—they have Christmas game because they will be good next year. I know that, me. but they—they they can put them on there with a straight face. And say this team made the playoffs last year, so now they have a again. I know I know it was going to happen.
1: But um, why not the Sixers, like an actually like mid mid sized? You, you mean you the Sixers know, who are with, not playing on Christmas? That's disappointing. Because if I'm a because, fan, because your
0: Boston hmm. Celtics are playing on Christmas instead. Oof,
1: the Boston Celtics. I mean, l- l- you led, know. led by led by Hawks legend Dennis Schroeder at the point of attack. Dennis Schroeder. No, I mean, now they're starting Marcus Smart at point guard. I wonder how long that's going to last. Well, I, I, Marcus I, Smart's good. I like Marcus
0: Smart. I know. Yeah. I, I know Hawks fans don't like because he's not the as league, a point guard, but I like him. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Not a point guard. Now, you know, the funniest outcome by far is Peyton Prichard starting over Dennis Schroeder. That would be hilarious.
1: I mean, he's probably better than Peyton. I mean, Peyton Pritchard's probably better than Dennis Schroeder. That would I don't be get the har- the thing over Dennis Schroeder's contract. I'm like it was just the an easy it, was, a, it, a, it was an easy
0: punchline cuz he turned on the money. That's I mean it's
1: cute is. it's cute it's I mean I don't know. Idris is delusional. We all know that. But like <laughs> he's also not good at basketball. And like I get really annoyed that people keep saying he's good after the one season in which he was playing small forward for the OKC Thunder alongside Chris Paul and all he had to do was score on mismatches that Chris Paul was creating for him. I'm supposed to be impressed. I, 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 was I was like, why are the Lakers giving up a first round pick for this scrub who's not good at basketball? Like, I mean. Whew, I, I don't know. Like, Celtics fans are gonna hate that dude. Trust me. Uh, they Lock will that not probably end. enjoy that. Yeah, Point. that's
0: that's probably a safe prediction. They are
1: going to hate Dennis Schroeder because uh, they're gonna realize very quickly every all his flaws as a basketball player, even though he's making nothing. Well, honestly, but like <laughs> And the thing
0: is, like, yeah, if you could get Dennis, Dennis for, for the for – whatever it is, the mini, mid-level, like, it's fine. You sign him. But, like, I don't – I don't know. Boston – the whole thing about Boston being – I mean, they're,
1: of, hype, they're hype over the signing. Like, oh, it's great value. I'm like, bro, Dennis Schroeder has had a season and, like, 20 games for the Hawks of good basketball play. In his career, right. he is not a young basketball. player.
0: Do you remember when Dennis Schroeder was was the number one option? Because I do,
1: Brad. I, that was one of my first podcasts where I was like, I was, like, just, I was excited. I was excited for Dennis Schroeder. There,
0: there was a there was about a six week time period at the end of that season where Hawks fans were not all. Some Hawks fans were convinced that Torian Prince was like going to be a star, and Dennis was the
1: guy. Yeah,
0: it was a wild. And then time. Dennis
1: got arrested, and then Dennis got arrested.
0: And Torian was Torian and was never actually that good. He just shot really well for like a month. Uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, no, I, I think obviously you and I agree that the Hawks are better than the Celtics. Um, I don't really understand that whole thing. Um, I do want to ask. I don't. You, I don't
1: but I, to be fair, I don't see I don't really see anybody saying the Celtics are a better basketball team. I,
0: I oh. generally agree. I think Boston's getting a little bit more buzz than I'm comfortable with. Uh but it's more—it's more Miami. That's what I—that's—that's that's really what the team I wanted to ask you about was Miami, because, because it's, Philly, it's, Philly is still getting their buzz. That I know, I know you're—I know you're all set on Philly, but Miami's getting a lot of like. There's a lot of Philly, uh, Miami's the challenger stuff right now, so I'm—I'm I'm wondering how you feel about that.
1: Hold on, Brad. I'm looking up a turn. Oh. Yeah, the ger- geriatric uh, ger- geria- Miami. geriatric
0: Miami Heat? Yes. Yeah, they are I mean Kyle Lowry's like my age, so that tells y'all you, you need to know about Kyle
1: Lowry. Kyle Lowry Like if they got Kyle Lowry 2 years ago, 2 years ago Kyle Lowry I and he was 2 years younger and Jimmy Butler was 2 years younger and PJ Tucker was 2 years younger and Markeith Morris was 2 years younger when he was Like, his last decent year in the NBA. Like, they have a lot of guys with names. I mean, look, Kyle Lowry, I think, is still going to be good. But it's not like Goran Dragic was terrible. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. I think Kyle Lowry is going to be better than Goran Dragic was last year. But I don't necessarily think that was the Heat's issue. I found that the Miami Heat's biggest issue was their lack of depth. And I don't actually think they fix that problem. Like, I, like people talk about their start, like they can throw out these lineups of Cal Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Duncan Robinson, um, Bam Adebayo, and PJ Tucker. And I'm, I maybe I'm just not in tune with the NBA as I should be anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, what exactly am I supposed to be scared of with that lineup?
0: Uh, switchable defense, I guess. I don't know. Okay, it's,
1: against against
0: bad teams, sure, but against
1: well, the best teams in the NBA, he, here's the here's the, honestly, you're well, starting PJ Tucker, who is not good anymore. No, he's, PJ Tucker has also never been good when he's not been playing alongside James Harden. Well, he I, he also has a, a James r- Harden very particular about every every single dollar that PJ Tucker has earned in the NBA has been due. To the greatness of James Harden, getting him open corner three pointer he, he also has the You know have this. Anybody as good of a passer as James Harden? Oh no, not okay. even close. No. Do not tell me that 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 the Heat's offense of pray Duncan Robinson gets open uh, from three point line, three point you know from three off the off the ball like offense is going to well, we generate saw, We these saw looks this. Of okay, P.J. so Tucker.
0: PJ Tucker, uh, they they had to have him against the Nets. Milwaukee, he did, during the playoffs. He was good against KD. They had to have him. That's fine. If you watched him in the Hawks series and in the Sun series, he's a bad offensive player. He's a bad offensive player. He just is. And I like AJ Tucker. I think he actually has some value, but he's a bad I mean, John
1: Collins was shooting over the top of the dude. He's six five. He, Tyler, he's not, I, that's he's that's not my, tall. But that's like, my point. That's my point. I'm like, what's his value to this Miami Heat team? Is it, Guarding guard, Jimmy, guard isn't Kevin that,
0: Durant. That's it. Guarding Kevin Durant in the playoffs. That's it. That's what his
1: value is. Oh, wow.
0: No, but oh, okay. honestly, though, th- my thing about Miami is this.
1: But they're pay- here's what I think. It's not like B.J. Tucker still can't be a valuable play. No, But they're he's paying fine. him seven mil a season.
0: Here's the thing about Miami. The people that believe in Miami now are the ones that thought the bowl run was legitimate. They're treating it like that. And then they're right. like, oh, and now that same team who made the finals has Kyle but it's Lowry. it's not the
1: same team. I know. It's I know the that. same team. You know that. I'm Jay just Crowder and, was huge and, for them. And more importantly. <laughs> oh, no, I'm blanking on his name. The center. Uh, he plays for Detroit now because they, they just love swapping out <laughs> white centers apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: Why Kelly, Kelly
1: Olynyk, uh, who absolutely killed Brooke Lopez. Like, the Heat won that series because every second Brooke Lopez played, old Jerry Spolstra countered by just playing Kelly Olynyk and shooting Brooke Lopez off the floor, killing the Heat, killing the Bucks' elite rim protection, forcing them to play Giannis at the five. But they didn't have, like, like Marvin Williams isn't that caliber of he wasn't that caliber of player anymore where you can just roll him out there at the four. That would be fine. Like Giannis at the five, Marvin at the four, Chris Middleton at the three, then you get in trouble with Eric Bledsoe and George Hill. And that's and that's where their trouble well, troubles
0: came. And from. the thing, the thing about Miami they, now Brook
1: Lopez is a really good basketball player, but they couldn't play Brook they couldn't play one of their best basketball players against the Heat. And that ultimately killed them in that series. Well, and also, but now they got rid of they got rid of Kelly Olynyk for a bad basketball player for some reason, and they didn't replace Kelly Olynyk with a good one. Like they don't have that big who can shoot and make three pointers.
0: No, like, it's that
1: that's threatening. That that would threaten a, a team like Kelly Olynyk can, who's a good offensive player.
0: No, um, that's that, I agree with you. The very underrated part of that team was was, also was, was Crowder. Gorn, Crowder, Crowder and too, and also like,
1: Goran Dragic, Goran Dragic, you know... Well, Dragic, out just, of Dra- Dragic
0: deciding to be awesome for that month was a huge yeah. underrated part of that whole thing. And um, and Tyler Hero was better than he actually is in that month, too. So, it's just... I
1: mean, Tyler Hero was better in that one game that everybody remembers because it was against the Celtics. Well, I know. I'm, but, like, he wasn't that I, I am a noted uh, like a just, noted
0: Tyler Hero skeptic for all time, but that's okay. Uh, No, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think that I at least understand... Like logically, why people think Miami is better because Kyle Lowry (coughs) is is good, Um, but Kyle Lowry is it's under this
1: assumption that the Heat were bad last year, like they and they they were
0: they were were not very good last season. I mean they were they were okay, but like exactly they were not they were not. I mean they that by the way that Miami team got absolutely bull rushed by Milwaukee. They beat them senseless in a four game series. They swept them. The Hawks, with like half the rotation hurt, yep. made made life a lot more difficult on Milwaukee than Miami
1: before. did. Yeah, and, and and that that's my thing. I'm like, I I mean, I still I think the Heat got better overall. But well, yeah, like, I mean, I'm Kyle Lowry's good. Like that, that's that's roster. why. Like I'm I'm just not I'm just not to me I'm not really that impressed with their team. Like they're still not deep. They, 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 they're they still susceptible to. If one guy gets hurt on that team that they rely on, they're going to be in trouble because they're going to be la- relying on Max Struess in Homer Yurt 7. I know they were good in Summer League. But <laughs> Max, guess what? Max Struess. Yeah, they, they were good in Summer League. Guess okay. what? Jalen Johnson made him
0: look real small. Oh, yeah. Like, well, he's not. Well, okay. Without going down. I'm, without I'm con- we're not continuing down the Miami rabbit hole, I have to ask you this question. Uh, remove the Hawks for a second. Uh, who who is the team other than Brooklyn or Milwaukee that can make the conference finals other than the Hawks? So take up the the Hawks to the side. Who are you most worried about? That's not Brooklyn and Milwaukee as, as the Hawks next season. Is it Philly right now? Is it Philly? Is it, is it Philly is it Miami? I can't imagine that it's,
1: that it's Boston. It's, Mm. I mean, I think it's those three, though. Like, I, okay, so, I mean, I, not, I I, uh, to be fair, like, I, I not Chicago. every <laughs> I think all these teams have. A, I think those teams do have a chance to make the conference honestly. Yeah,
0: I'm not saying they don't.
1: Let's I'm just saying, like, who actually
0: scares you out of
1: those? I, I, Jimbo still scares me. Like, let, let me be clear here. I need to put respect on Jimmy B's name. I mean, he's very good. that man will still scare me yes. in a playoff setting. Well, you, like, well,
0: he's he is an he's the only guy name. of all those guys who has actually like carried a team. That's the,
1: if 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 we're talking about guys who scare me, Jimmy Butler scares. Me.
0: Please refer to him. Please and please, all, please please refer to him as Jimbo at all times.
1: Thank you. As Jimbo, you Jim. Like, I mean, I'd be scared of Jimbo flying, getting thirtieth free throw attempts in a, in a playoff series. Like, not shooting one three in
0: the series. It just
1: not shooting one three, <laughs> playing absolutely great defense, doing all the little things. Like, he Jim, Jimmy Butler is a legitimately great basketball player. Yes, I that's do. what. If we're talking about teams that would scare me, it'd be because Jimmy could carry, like he did in the bubble, he could absolutely carry a team through an uh, opponent if if they have problems. But um, but I also think Embiid can do that as well. And then even on the Celtics, like, if Jason Tatum makes another leap and Jalen Brown, you know, if, if those guys make another leap, uh, you know, Peyton Pritchard... Uh, Gives them that point guard play that they're going to need when Dennis Schroeder disappoints them, <laughs> um, and you know Marcus uh, Smart does Marcus Smart things, and they don't play Al Horford at all because Al Horford's not going to be good next year.
0: Oh, but, okay, right. He's not going to be good. Shots
1: fired at the ninety-minute mark. They're going to play him at power forward, Brad. Well, they shouldn't do play that. Him play him at center. he is, this, is he is their best he is the, their best that, center right now. That's that's, that's great. They're going to play him at power forward. They shouldn't do that. That's they're going they're absolutely going to do that. Or... Like, I, I mean, I don't like Robert Williams, but I think he's better than Al Horford I, right I now. I, I don't, although he
0: could be. He could be better than
1: him. That, that's possible. I, I felt like at the end of the year, I thought Robert Williams made a real... Robert Williams is football. pretty good.
0: I'm not even, I'm not picking out Robert Williams. He's pretty good. But, uh,
1: like, Al Horford's old, Brad.
0: I understand. He's old. I understand. It's probably over. Like, I get it.
1: I love him, too. He's good. He's a Hawks legend. They're going to retire his jersey, hopefully. They, they should. One day. Yes. Uh, But... He's old, and his athleticism is gone, and he's not a great three-point shooter. No. And, like, really, if it's not pick and pop for him, like, on offense, he's a bad offensive player, and he can only be good on offense at center. You remember when, they, then, you remember
0: when, when Philly gave him a $100 million to play power forward? That happened, like, recently. That happened.
1: And, what's, <laughs> and what <laughs> sucks for them is that the Ben Simmons-Al Horford lineups were actually pretty good. Yeah, they so, just couldn't, he
0: couldn't play with Embiid, which is a problem when he's, when, he's, when he's your best yeah, player. Yeah, well, uh, you know. Anyway, um, I don't know. It's it, It'll be interesting. Obviously, I'm sure you and I will talk about Brooklyn at some point in the future, not today, because they're the team that everyone is scared of, and I am scared of them, too. I, I think it's rightfully so. Why,
1: um, why? Brad, why are the Nets the deepest team in the NBA outside of the Hawks? Uh, why are they? Why do they have so many good basketball players? It is objectively team? funny. Aren't they um, capped out? I will say, aren't
0: they capped oh, out? They're way, they're say. way over. They're way over. Like they're in the, they're sky high in the luxury tax. How, how
1: are they? How are they able to just accrue good basketball players?
0: Here's the and, thing like, that's they, wild. They
1: get them for nothing.
0: I'm not the biggest Cam Thomas guy. I've always said that. Um, he's not my, he's not my kind of player that I like. Cam Thomas is a very, very talented basketball player, and somehow he gets to Brooklyn like. The one thing that they don't that, 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 that the Nets don't need is shot creation, and they draft Cam Thomas, who then becomes the MVP of summer league and leads summer league in scoring. And I know that's summer league, but like Cam Thomas is going to be able to score anywhere, anytime, and he's like their seventh Cam,
1: Cam and Thomas is going to allow Kyrie Irving to take PTO. Well, I mean, more they, they also like, have,
0: they also have Patty Mills. Oh, Patty, Patty, Patty Mills, Mills is good. How did
1: this happen? Patty Mills is Patty good. M- did Patty Mills signed for the minimum? No, What's he he, he
0: got the, he, he got the mini mid level like it's like five million or whatever. It
1: is. Only the mini,
0: the taxpayer mid level, whatever it is. He wanted to go to Brooklyn. I don't,
1: I don't. I don't get this man. I don't. I don't. Understand the wild. The,
0: the wild thing is uh, that team. Yeah. yeah, they're 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 scary. I, I know Hawks fans uh, won't like to hear that, but Brooklyn is the favorite. They just are. I'm sorry. Uh, they are.
1: I mean, the Hawks still like you know. At the end of the day, I still like the matchup. All that said, like I still do actually like the Hawks against the Nets. I oh, still prefer yes. to play them over the Bucks because I, I just don't know if they have an answer. Well, they don't until until Okongwu until Okongu shows some more stuff on offense. I don't know if they have an answer for Giannis, particularly at center. So like
0: I would I would like to watch a series between the Hawks and the Bucks with a healthy DeAndre Hunter. That'd be helpful.
1: That's true. To have that's someone true.
0: to have someone to guard Chris Middleton for a while, it, that'd be good.
1: Like, it's just my thing with the Bucks team has always been their size. Because like the Hawks rely so much on being bigger on their other teams, and against the Bucks, they're just not bigger, right? No. And like that's a real the, the, issue. The Bucks for them, are the Bucks team size
0: world. is why they won the championship. They're enormous. Exactly. I mean, they, they just so, they, and that's different.
1: why compared to the Nets, even though they have the superior talent, the superior players, like at least physically, the Hawks still have their physical advantages. And they also like, John Collins does stuff uh, uh, that Kevin Durant doesn't want to guard against as a defensive player. So, I like, would agree. but um but yeah, no, no, no. I,
0: I think that's probably sets the stage for for now. We've we've talked for ninety five minutes as we always would. Um,
1: no Bulls talk.
0: I mean, I, I can make fun of the Bulls. I guess for trading their entire future for Demar Derozan and Nikola Vucevic, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you do that for forty four wins? That sounds great. I like them I
1: like them more than the Knicks. Uh,
0: I actually agree with you. Unless Kemba, if Kemba's healthy, I think I probably take the Knicks. But I understand we
1: we, we can we can stop pretending Kemba's going to be. healthy. I, that's more. what I'm saying. <laughs> that's,
0: that's what we, I'm we don't saying. need to pretend. This. The
1: well, man signed for eight mil. The man signed for eight mil.
0: Well, he signed million. for eight because he got because he gave ten million back, whatever it was. But um, no, I think he wanted to go home more than anything. Kemba's, Kemba's yeah, for guy. his
1: last two years in the, in the NBA, like oh. This this is what annoyed me with the Knicks. Did you see uh, Kim Walker's press conference? The quotes.
0: Uh, I saw a few of them. I did. I did not watch. But I saw. Were them. they Were
1: they asked him if he's going to play every
0: game? And he said he had and to. It was to like he had, he had to talk to Tibbs. Yeah, I saw that.
1: And, and, and Tibbs like, of course he's going to play. It's like, Tibbs. this is not going to make it to Christmas. That's why I don't think this <laughs> Knicks team is going to be good. He's not even going to make it.
0: Hey, they got they got they got they got Derrick Rose though. So don't Oh worry about
1: my it.
0: goodness! They got Derrick, that, they got Derrick Rose, who who you and I both know was their was their best player in the first round of the playoffs. So, it's true.
1: Man, we watched the same I series. He
0: was, was the best player in that series.
1: I, I don't I don't know about the Knicks, man. I I think there's a real chance they're really bad. Like, I, well, okay. I, I really do. We obviously, we shouldn't do too much on this, but I will say this. I think this. they're really going to miss – I I think they're going to really miss Reggie Bullock's defense. Well,
0: on you the and I agree, face. too, that, like, yes – I mean, it was a good story last year. All, all all rivalry stuff aside, they really, 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 really overachieved last year. And the problem with – the problem when you do that is that if you – whatever you do the next year, people are going to assume that was real, and it, it wasn't real. Like, that roster was not a 41-31 roster last year. It just wasn't. So, like, that's the problem. If you if, if whatever you do that year is an overachievement and then you don't really get better, uh, what are you supposed to do with that? Like, I, I guess Kemba would help them, but they still have the same problems that they had before. They're just running it back, basically. Like, your best yeah, player is Julius Randle by a I lot. Think,
1: I think without Alfred Payton, Reggie Bullock, to cover for RJ Barrett like I think their perimeter defense is going to get a lot worse
0: oh that's the, their offense is gonna be better this year for sure because they have they have but Kemba, I don't think it's going to be elite. but, but like, the thing is it's not going
1: to be elite like it's not going to be no, top no
0: th- and that's what I mean because last year they won with their defense and their defense is now like solidly worse like solidly worse you you talk about playing Kemba or Derrick Rose at all times and then Evan Fournier 35 minutes a night like, you're not going to be a top-three defense anymore.
1: I'm sorry. Oh, 38. 38-plus 38 minutes. Well, you, tonight, oh, 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 sorry, I forgot. No, no, I, I forgot about it Tibbs. Tibbs
0: 38, 38 minutes tonight. So, those two things, like, you're not going to be an elite defense. Like, you, they might be pretty, pretty good because Tibbs is very good at his job. But, like, they're not going to be elite defensively anymore. No chance. You can't do that. And, when... and
1: also, just teams in the Eastern Conference are going to be better. If Like, if the Hornets... I mean, the Hornets were right there until Gordon Hayward got hurt. Like, I, you well,
0: you, I, I could argue that Gordon Hayward might get hurt again, but I, I'm with oh, you. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on
1: that. Uh, the Hornets, um, the Pacers should be better. They
0: will be better with as long as Rick. they're not incredibly hurt again. Um, no, I, I think the the middle of the East is like pretty interesting. And then you have I, I mean, and the then you have the Cavs, team, the cat, the Cavs, the Magic Cavs and the Pistons. Cavs, Magic, the Magic, Pistons are the three teams that are just bad. Yeah. Um, Everybody
1: else is gonna be competitive. Um, I would agree with trying you. Trying to fight for five hundred. That's that's why I'm like the Knicks just due to the talent on the team. Like I, I like the Bulls talent more, I like the Pacers talent more. Um um, you know, Sixers, Celtics, uh Sixers, Celtics, and you know, th- those teams are going to automatically are in the heat are just better than the middle middle class, the lower class of the Eastern Conference playoff. Rate, I mean, so. the,
0: last year, last year was like the season from Hill for Boston, and they were still a playoff team. So, like, yeah, and they're better, they're better now on paper than they were then and all that stuff. I'm not, I, we, made, they we, we, be we, we made fun of them, but they're not like bad.
1: They're just not, as they sh- good as I mean, they the should, they should have about, they should have a bounce back. No, they Thank should be fine. As, I mean, as long as they're not relying on Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> That's a good way to end this podcast.
0: Uh, Tyler, please plug yourself as always, my friend. I appreciate all the time, and I'm sure we'll do another one of these marathons pretty soon.
1: Yeah, you can follow me on Jonesy2x4 on Twitter. I am currently live tweeting. For, well, when was Double Zeta made? 1987? So. Before you were born. Yeah, good roughly stuff. 30 year old anime i'm live tweeting it as if it's coming out today it's really funny i'm enjoying myself uh watching a uh, double zeta i can't wait um to watch that and if you're like um if you're a fan of mecha anime again i can't recommend it enough like it's a series that literally started it all um in it and just another aside like i i found a lot I, i'm finding a lot more par- par- more parallels with uh Neon Genesis Evangelion, which uh, the last movie came out on Amazon Prime, so uh, you can check out all four movies. So, and that's a great series. But like, I'm finding a lot more parallels than like contrast with with the two series than I thought was there. So, I'm really enjoying it. I can't, you know, I can't stress how great Gundam is. Give it a give it a watch if you're if you're an old head or a new head. Like, it's a great series. But other than that, uh, I ain't got nothing for you, Brad. It's getting late. <laughs> <laughs> I, we went super long. That's <laughs>
0: okay. I was ready for that. Uh, but no, I, I appreciate you, man. As always, people should be following your stuff. And uh, hopefully, a uh, couple couple weeks to have your blood pressure go down. N- nothing's happening in the next six weeks. Try to try, try to get a breather in. Watch some anime. Do, oh, do what let's you do. be clear here. Reset.
1: My blood pressure is great. Nah, great nah
0: Summer league. You were ready to fight Jordan Bell. I, I know you
1: were. It's fine. Well, it's okay. Please, I am a warm-blooded creature, Brad. <laughs> am I not supposed to have emotion when watching <laughs> when watching a professional basketball player who's made millions of dollars be unable to catch easy passes at the rim for somebody who's supposed to be an elite finisher? Like that's like the one thing he does in the NBA. Like I am I not
0: I am I not warm-blooded was a great way to end this podcast. Uh thank you, sir, sincerely for all of the time. We'll do this again soon. I'm sure people will be asking Two days from now for more, for more of you. So we'll, we'll, we'll reset, but I appreciate it.
1: No problem, Brad. Thanks for having me.
0: As for everybody else, please subscribe to the podcast. And we'll see you next time.